Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Anything Everything Podcast. This is Lance. Um, where have I been? What have I been doing? Um, honestly, I just have not had a desire to do the process of doing podcasts. And I'll tell you the reason why. Because it's a little challenging. Um, normally, someone who does a podcast uh, typically pays for like a web hosting. So you can get like an RSS feed. Um or in layman's terms, basically the way it works is uh, I talk into the microphone, record it all, I export it, um, then you got to get it on iTunes, which uh, that's where the challenging part is because uh, a lot of people will use SoundCloud or use other um, web hosts or like blogging things or blogging pages or whatnot that essentially give you an RSS feed. Uh, the problem is, is a lot of these things cost money, it costs like a monthly fee, costs so much. And living in California, I try to be pretty smart with our budget. And uh, this is just something, you know, like it's fun. I really like doing it, but I don't feel like paying for. So in order to do this and not have to like pay for it and have to pay a certain amount a month, um, you got to jump through a few more hoops. You got to do a few more things in order to get uh, your actual audio recording onto iTunes. Um, so, uh, just, yeah, haven't had the full desire to really do that, but, um, I've had some time now and, uh, I'm ready to get back in the swing of things a little bit. Just kind of, again, do it as I feel. Again, the whole point of the podcast is just because I, I like podcasts. I really do. I just like listening to people talk. I'll, uh, it's killing radio. It's way better than the radio. <laughs> just sit there and listen. Um, and you know, I, I'm just kind of a, I'm a weirdo. I got, I, I'm always thinking about things. Always, my mind's always running around, and it just kind of helps to record it, put it out there. Maybe someone can resonate with it. Maybe someone can disagree and find a reason to not like me even more, and that's totally fine too. Uh, so yeah, so I did that a little bit. Did a little change. Um, I added a new little song, um, one that I wrote and sang in, and decided to do it. Again, just challenging my creativity, challenging uh, things that I can do with the tools and equipment that I have, uh, the limited tools and equipment and resources that I have. Um, so yeah, that's a big thing. So um, yeah, so here's the song and we'll get right into it. Anything, everything podcast, any and everything. From movies to sports to things on TV. Any and everything Music, religion, politics Any and everything Yeah, that took a while. <laughs> and I still don't like it that much. And it'll probably change some point, uh, just experimenting with it. It took, honestly, it took like four hours to make that and to make it sound like uh, kind of how I wanted it. Again, <laughs> still not very good uh whatever you know it's fun though it was it was a lot of fun and it was just cool because I did all that on my iPad and this microphone here which is just which is really cool to know that like a lot of things that can sound like super high quality like now you can start buying these things for relatively fair price um for budget friendly uh budget friendly uh, budgets <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm so bad at saying and articulating things. It's crazy. Um, but no, this is good for people who have a limited amount of money to 
uh, do things they like. And, and that's what's really cool about it. So I'm using an Apogee mic. Um, it's just like a standard USB mic that I plug into an iPad. And then I just record everything on GarageBand. So really cool stuff. Um, and then you just export it. Yeah, so it's pretty neat. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how I do things and the equipment I use. It's pretty simple. Um, but at the same time, really cool because uh, someone that just tunes in, um, unless you have like an ear for these things, you wouldn't really know the difference. You would think it's maybe more like a really high quality studio stuff. Um, and I'm just like in my bedroom right now. So it's a big room. Uh, the acoustics, I'm sure you can kind of hear. You can kind of hear I'm bouncing off the walls there a little bit. Um, I was tempted to go into my closet where it's a little bit more confined and there's clothes in the closet that will break the sound. That will... Uh, the sound of my voice won't reverberate off the walls or if that's the correct word or whatever. So yeah, what have I been doing? Um, I've just been kind of doing things, just kind of not much creatively. That's been kind of the problem. Uh, I've been wanting to do more and more things with film. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you would know that almost 90% what I talk about is film. And that's that's fine. You know, I might one day even just switch it to film only. Um, I just feel, I feel kind of weird though. If I'm trying to talk about like politics or religion or, or anything like that, if I'm talking about these things, um, alone without like a guest or something like that, it, the conversation is kind of redundant. And I don't think it's beneficial for me or for anyone else because there's not multiple point of views of things. Um, there's no devil's advocate. There's none of that. I mean, there's nothing, um, I would say super beneficial over it just because it's like, dude, I'm like thinking within my own train of thought, thinking my own opinions, whatever, my own interpretations of things. And so, yeah, it's not, it's not crazy fun, but again, I'm not afraid of it. I'm, I, I would totally welcome talking about anything with anyone. Um, and that's the whole, I think the whole point of the podcast is to talk about whatever, but the majority of the time it's going to be film and TV or whatever, uh, anything just having to do with storytelling via film. And that's something that I just really enjoy. And it's kind of what a little bit what I want to talk about today, because today I, I want to more so promote my little project or my, I, I guess I've been calling it like a small business, but because um, it partially is that. And, but it's also just a place where I'm going to do a lot of things uh, whenever, you know, as, as I get the chance to, as I continue to um, to kind of gather up the things that I need. But anyway, and that thing is Purpose Films. Now, if you know me on social media and you know me at all, you know that I have been adding people like crazy on here. Um, I've been, I set up an Instagram while, I, I mean, I've set up an Instagram and Facebook a while ago. I just kind of left them dormant. They weren't really doing anything. They weren't really... Um, I wasn't really active on them, but as of late, I'm just trying to get more active on the social media end of things because that is how you're going to reach people. That's how you spread word of mouth. Um, and, and I don't know how the other ways to kind of advertise because the big thing, the thing that I'd be advertising, the thing that I want people to see is that I film weddings. Um, I would say as far as my confidence in how I film weddings, I, I really like it. I think Compared to my first one that I've ever done and the last one that I've done, there's a pretty significant difference, and uh, I, I would just say that I, I'm enjoying it more and more. Um, again, I, I would say with the tools that I have, the equipment that I have, and the stuff that I'm coming out with, 
I would say is pretty, I impress myself sometimes. Like I, I, I don't like, I mean, I try to, I usually typically I'm very hard on myself and I'm, I'm very negative or very, um, uh, I just, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily see the good things that I do. I just am more upset with, um, things that I didn't do or things that I messed up on. But if I'm being totally honest, I'm trying to step outside of the pridefulness in hating myself I can say that there is, again, with everything that I have, my wife said this, she's like, with the tools that we have, it's not, it's really, it's pretty impressive. And we get good, a lot of feedback from people that's really encouraging uh, to help want to do it, uh, to keep doing this, um, to know that people really like your work and to know that there is quality in it and that it's, it is cherished um, and that people will get to hold on to it and check it out for a while. So for anyone, so for anyone whose wedding I film, they get to hold on to that for the rest of their life. They can download it, put it on a DVD, put it on a flash drive, whatever. It'll always be on, on my Vimeo page. Um, well, you, you know, as long as, as long as I'm alive and still continue to pay for my membership, but it, like, it'll be on YouTube, stuff like that. And, and people can always go check it out. And, and it just is really nice to know that people like it. Um, especially when you're being hard on yourself or you see someone else's work and you just think, man, dude, like I'm not that good. Like I ran across this guy that lives in Texas who's just phenomenal, dude. Like absolutely. Again, though, all of his equipment is a little bit nicer. He his, the glass on his, you know, on his camera is just really, really nice. Um, glass meaning lenses. The lenses are just, I mean, you can have a horrible camera body and just really, really premium lenses and you would never even know that you would be shooting something on a very low end uh, body of camera so um, there's just a lot of things you can do um, and there's just a lot that I see and that I can often get discouraged with but um, at the same time I look at it and I know hey like I can improve there's a lot more there's a lot more to do a lot more to go a lot more money to spend um, and just a lot more growth so um, but as where I am right now, going back to what I was saying before, uh, I'm trying to get more active on all these social media outlets, um, because that's how, at least where I'm at right now, that's how people are going to see you. Um, they're going to see Facebook posts, uh, you know, if someone knows someone who's getting a wedding, like I often like get a lot of weddings just from someone that knows someone, you know? Um, so the big thing is, is I just want to get out there, get my name out there, um, as time comes and but my budget increases a little bit, I'll you know obviously pay for ad boosting and stuff like and just like ad vouchers for within the area, um, so people can you know just when they're say they type it in on Google they and then my page is the first thing that pops up, they go through and check it out and they contact me again. So it's like this whole cycle of things where if I'm just not doing anything and just you know the occasional word of mouth through people that I just talk to every day or talk to at church or talk to, at, you know, just in passing, um, I won't get very far. But if I'm being very active on social media and just like really pushing things um, and get a wide variety of people, someone might be scrolling through a hashtag living in San Diego, see that I'm doing like a really cool sale or something or a really cool promotion and they'll sign up and they'll get, they'll get a video and they, and you know, that'll go towards my portfolio and another person will see that. And again, it just builds just a way of building business. A lot of it is word of mouth. Um, a lot of it is just, you know, someone taking a glance, uh, you know, someone just telling someone, um, and that's just kind of what I'm doing. So, uh, Facebook and Instagram, um, purpose films, that's what it is. That's the name of my, I'm just going to call it my project because it's just, it's more than, it's going to be more than weddings. Um, 
So on Instagram, um, it would be at purpose.films or at purpose period films. But yeah, um, at pur- so purpose.films is the name. Um, and on there, on, on there, just kind of, I kind of post some things, you know, I think I only have, I only have 14 posts. Um, so a lot of it is, uh, just kind of things that are on my mind or little things that I feel like filming or something like that. Like, uh, I think last week I did something where I literally just filmed only two people liked it, but it was, I just filmed outside of my apartment, like on my deck and just, just added a song to it just because I wanted to do something, you know, I, Hadn't picked up the camera in a while, and I was like, I'm just going to do it, put it up there, whatever. Um, and that's, you know, that's just sometimes the way it works, you know. It, it doesn't really matter. I'm not looking for likes or anything like that. Um, although, at a certain point, you know, it helps to know people are watching and whatnot. But, you know, I'll post reviews of some of my previous clients. Um, they've written. I'll just write something. And then, um, like, recently I just talked about, you know, because I like movies, like, I just talked about something. And I'll get into this a little bit later. But, um, this current state with, with movies in Hollywood and the unoriginal crap. So I'll just kind of write my thoughts on something. Um, uh, but most recently, uh, I'm doing a summer sale. Um, what a summer sale is, <laughs> is what exactly is it sounds like. I don't need to explain it to you, but essentially I'm giving up the 50% off on wedding highlights. So that's just a standard highlight. They run usually anywhere from three to five minutes, um, and it's just a pretty standard uh, highlight of the whole day of everyone getting ready, leading up to the ceremony, a highlight of the ceremony, um, a the highlight of the reception and some portraits, you know, and overlaying it with some cool music. Um, and essentially, um, that's just like a very standard wedding highlight that people do. Um, with that, um, like I said, doing 50% off right now for four couples in the months June, July, and August. So if you happen to be listening to this and you've listened to this far, um, if you know anyone that has a wedding coming up um, or you have a wedding coming up, um, this is great. Honestly, you're not going to find anything cheaper. Um, the big reason why I'm doing this is to get build up my portfolio and just to really bless people because I feel like videography for a wedding, um, it doesn't come second or third. It doesn't like go, it doesn't go like, hey, we need to, you know, priorities, at least for with me and my wife when we were doing this, like, um, when we were, and I, and this is when I figured this out, but when we were planning our wedding, the big thing was, is like, number one thing to worry about is, is, is the venue. The number two thing to worry about is the food. And the number three is photography. And a lot of people think that videography precedes that they go, yeah, like it'll be video or photography, then videography. No videography runs maybe about like one of the last things people want. With a few couples, people really, really want it, and they'll and they'll do what they can to budget for it. But honestly, videography is the thing where it's like people will only do it if they if they just kind of have money left over, um, and that's the kind of that's kind of the uh, a bummer. At the same time, it it gives me it's a good opportunity for me to really um, sell myself and to paint the picture for someone to see or for someone to understand and to really see that like like filming a wedding and having a wedding film is going to be so important like I mean years down the road like we had ours filmed uh, by one of my good friends Dylan Dietz you can go check out some of his work cook account films or vimeo.com slash cook account films I think I'll double check that but he filmed our wedding and um I loved it so much and I, I watch it and and there's just things you see in it you know I, I like 
my grandfather died about a month and a half after our wedding. Um, and it was kind of, it was kind of, it was, you know, it was really at the same, like as sad as it was, it was really cool watching our film, um, and seeing there's a moment where, where, um, Coco is coming down with her father. She's, you know, coming in and, um, they're filming it and they're filming my reaction and they're filming her coming in. And there's a moment where my grandpa's like standing right next to her and he looks up and my grandpa wasn't like a big smiler. <laughs> like he didn't smile a lot unless he, something was really funny. But you could see this little smirk on his face, like this little smile, and, and and it was just really cool to see because now that he's gone, and um, you know, we miss him a lot as a family. We really just, um, you know, we miss him a lot. When, but now what he's now that he's gone, and I go back and watch that, um, it just it, it's so awesome to know, and it kind of reminds you that a lot of people in our lives are gonna die, and a lot of people are just gonna leave circumstances, you know. And when you watch these things and you see people that I see people I haven't talked to in a while or see, you know, see all your family like interacting people that you love, you know, one of the best parts about the wedding, um, was seeing both like people that we both love, um, that we know that we mutually know and love or, and that we know from our, just our families, you know, stuff like that, seeing all these people interact, people who are so important, like that is awesome. Like it was one of the coolest things. And, and in the video, I'll see people reacting with each other or like 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 a friend from Wyoming like we're like they're doing the conga line or whatever and a friend from Wyoming is with one of my old friends from Bible college it's like dude it's just it's just it's so cool and it's just something that you won't necessarily you won't necessarily get in photography you might but like photography is so focused on on like you guys you know it's so focused on as it should be the photography is focused on the bride and groom and and the family and the wedding party and that's and that's totally fine um but the a videography highlights the entire day, highlights those things that sometimes just aren't captured um, through pictures. And, and, and that's why, I mean, that's, a, that's, I guess you can say that's really why I do it. And um, <laughs> I don't exactly remember my point, um, but I would say that was, that's the big thing um, that I, I, the reason why I do this and the way I come out. And, and just want to bless, I, I guess that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I like blessing people, um, who would normally want to do it and, and they just, their budget just does not allow it. So, oh yeah. So that's what I was talking about my sale. So the, the sale is kind of geared, uh, partially around building my profile and also at the same time, really giving people an opportunity to have something that they normally wouldn't do because of the prices. It's just not worth paying, you know, in their, in their mind, I think it's worth it, but it's just not worth paying in their mind, $3,000 for like a full wedding package or, or you, you know, $1,800, 17, almost $2,000 for a simple four minute highlight, you know? Um, so it just, I, I get that I was there. And I, thankfully I had a friend, um, who, you know, was willing to film our wedding for, for really cheap. And, and, and that stuck with me. And I really enjoy that because, um, um, there is that other aspect aside from my own financial gain, aside from supporting myself, there's other people on the other end of things um, that would normally just either either they see it and they really want it, but they can't or they just would totally miss it. They don't understand, you know, and and all that's all and well and fine. So I feel like it's kind of my responsibility, my obligation to find ways for it to work, you know, so uh, but at the same time, you know, I, you can't rob yourself, you know, so that's why I'm only doing four through those three months, because if there's I mean, if that happened to get a lot, which I might and I might not get any you know, this, this summer, um, it'd be crazy. It'd be weird, but I'm, I really might not get anything. Um, but 
the whole idea is that I am able to do everything I just said, build a portfolio and give people something that they, that they will cherish and that they will love, you know? So, um, again, not with the same time, not, not robbing myself, not putting myself on the corner. Um, which sounds very inappropriate. I apologize. <laughs> um, that's not what I meant. I just meant <laughs> essentially just meant like selling myself too short, you know, like delivering something that is high quality and only charging like a ridiculously low price for something. So yeah, if you're interested, if you know anyone that's interested, um, I really do encourage you to just at least contact me, you know, even if you don't know if you want it or you don't know whatever, whatever it takes, like, I mean, whatever it is, like if you don't know, um, just get a hold of me anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm really chill. Like I don't like, it's just, I don't pressure you into anything. I just try to help you make a good decision, uh, whether or not you want to do it. Um, again, it, it's not limited to San Diego. So if you don't live in San Diego, don't feel like that. You don't, you don't ha- like, you don't have an ability to do this. Like you can, if you want to, um, just get a hold of me and we'll figure out something as far as traveling arrangements. Dude, I'll go, I'll fly to Europe if I need to. <laughs> um, if it's going to save you money, I'll fly to Europe, <laughs> which I would doubt at that point, but still, um, it's not exclusive to San Diego. So if you're in Idaho, if you're East coast, if you're in the South, whatever, um, get a hold of me. We can figure it out. Um, that's the great part about this, uh, is that I'm extremely flexible and I just, you know, I, I just want to help out and just give people something that they wouldn't normally do. So at the same time, I'm trying to do a lot for videographers. You know, I'm trying to play my part and to get people to see. And I think, I think there's a turnaround. I think people are truly seeing the value in something like video. Um, there's just, there's something about it that when you get one and you have it, it makes a big difference. So, so yeah, that's what I'm doing with that. And then let's see, I'm kind of on my phone and it was vimeo.com slash crooked crown films. That was my buddy Dylan Dietz who'd done a few. You can check out some of his stuff. I don't know if he's still filming weddings. He should cause he's really talented. And if you happen to be listening to this Dylan, you should cause you're really talented. Uh, I really like your stuff. We got the same style too, which is really cool. Um, let's see. So yeah, Facebook, um, just kind of going out, doing a whole bunch of stuff there as well. It's basically the same thing. Just trying to get people on all platforms. Um, uh, you can just, if you're on Facebook, you can just search Purpose Films and you'll find it. It'll pop up. Um, I'm also on YouTube. I do, I've just uploaded pretty much all my work um, that was originally on um, that was just on Vimeo and I just put it on YouTube that way if something happens because Vimeo in order for me to host all these videos on there um, I, get, I get my phone too close to the mic and it starts tripping out but Vimeo t- requires a subscription in order for me to host all my videos on there if I stop paying it then you won't, you'll stop seeing it so if something were to happen or I need to stop paying for it for a little while or something like that. The videos will still be on YouTube because YouTube is obviously for free. So YouTube, you can find me on there if you just, I mean, I think if you just type, I'll double check it right now, but you should be able to be able to type purpose films and that should cover it. Um, for the most part. Um, let's see. Switch accounts. Multitasking. It's fun. It's great. So yeah, I'm just going to search Purpose Films. Dude, my phone is causing this mic to be all crazy. 
Oh, looks like there's already a Purpose Films that has more subscribers. <laughs> They're not very active, though, because I the big part of me choosing Purpose Films was because it, like there's, there wasn't a lot. I searched a lot. There was a lot of ideas that I had, and I searched a whole bunch. Um, I searched a whole bunch of stuff. And Perfect Films didn't come up a lot. I didn't search YouTube because I really wasn't planning on using YouTube at all. But, um, yeah, so you can just, I mean, honestly, type in Purpose Films and then go to the Channels tab. Just like you're searching channels and it's down there somewhere. Um, again, not really, I'm not too crazy whether or not, like, people look at this or not. I might try to push it later. But I'm not too worried about it because it just is what it is. Um, so, yeah, it's really cool. So I'm on those platforms. And again, Vimeo.com. So you can go to Vimeo.com forward slash Purpose Films um, and see just all my other work there. I just kind of do random things. So yeah, so that's so that's a lot with the wedding stuff uh, that I'm trying to do, pushing that, pu putting it forward, um, pushing this. Uh, uh, i get more active on the podcast too because it's just these are all fun things that um, – I like to do, you know, whether or not I want to do them, I think I'll, I'll try to get more of a consistent schedule on things, maybe do a podcast once a week or once every two weeks, um, just to kind of get out there and just do what I like doing, um, you know, uh, while at the same time not feeling like I'm a slave to it or feeling like uh, I'm really trying to do it for like personal glory or something like that. Um so just constantly checking my motives, I guess, in regards to what I'm doing. Because um, they can easily get astrayed and come, they can easily just turn into stupid things and just become a waste of time. But yeah, so I mean, that's all that. Uh, I have, I'm going to try to start doing some short films soon. Um, I hope, I hope. I mean, you know, you say I'm going to try, but like the... You know, just things happen. Like it's it just it's it's hard to film stuff alone, and it's hard to it's just kind of hard to do everything you want to do. You have all these ideas. I have all these ideas. All these things burning in me. It's just kind of hard to do them. So I just want to because I don't want to just make something that it just really 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 suck, which might be the wrong mentality. I think the big thing is if you just make something that that really helps. That's kind of why I'm doing this because if I just if I just do it regardless if anyone's listening or whatever, it's like I'm doing something like and and. You know whether or not I whether or not people hear it, whether or not like any anything takes off like that's it's not really the point. The point is just kind of do it, um, rather than just kind of always talking about how oh I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and it never really happens. Um, but I would like to really attempt to do some short film stuff, um, even some musical things. If I give it a shot, if I really sit down, I I don't have a lot of patience to to do musical things, to record things, to record like songs, or whatever, but. Um, it'd be cool because the reason why I'm thinking that is because if I record a song, that means I can make a music video or make some sort of musical thing or whatever with it, which would be cool. Uh, again, challenging all these things that I like doing. I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not claiming to be the best at everything. Like I don't, like, I don't think, I don't even think I'm remotely the best at anything that I want to try, whether it be a film, whether it be music, whether it be podcasting, whatever it is, like, you know, it's just things that I like doing. And, uh, and you know, whether or not I'm good or not, that's again, irrelevant, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's my advice to you guys. If there's just something you want to do, um, you know, whatever it is, like, just give it a shot, you know, you know, obviously I don't want to say set expectations low, but 
set your expectations to a, a place where you're just like realistic, you know, like realistically, I, I don't think a lot of people will listen to us. Why? Because who wants to listen to me talk for an hour? You know, not a lot of people care to do that. Not a lot of people do this, you know, um, for films like, you know, some people might want to check them out, like just because they like movies in general, like being entertained. But um, there's a lot of some people might just like stop the video halfway through because they're not interested, you know. Uh, I'm just trying to find a way to to do all these things that I like doing, these passions that I have, these somewhat talents, you could say, um, while at the same time trying not to just be like so self-focused to where it's like I'm not willing to, to try to captivate the people that are listening or try to entertain them or try to do something to make them think or something like that, you know. Um, a, a big thing is is that you just got to find that balance as to what you're doing and to what who you're talking to and who you're doing things for. so um maybe so again maybe the podcast isn't the best idea ever because i don't know how to articulate things i don't know how to explain what's going on in my head um um so yeah i mean maybe but at the same time maybe it was a good thing because it helps me say things out loud my thought processes out loud because i'm normally i'm not saying my thought processes out loud um so you know, when I say things out loud, it might something might pop in my head, which happens a lot. Um, have new revelations, new insights, new ideas, whatever. So yeah, I mean that's kind of the whole point of that. But again, rabbit trail, rabbit trail like crazy. Um, I would like to try to start making some short films of just some random things, um, just to kind of put out there, just to kind of build a little bit of a portfolio so people can kind of see things and maybe opportunity will arise from it. So. So yeah, hopefully to do that and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of everything that's going on. There's not much else that I want to talk about, I guess. Other than, so, I mean, the thing that I was saying, well, let me get to a little bit earlier. I will say this. Um, this is kind of my, my, my vocal blog. So recently I posted something on Instagram. Uh, probably three people liked it because why would you like something that is not interesting? <laughs> Um, yeah, like five people liked it. Um, but again, people might, I like, I don't really know who's seen it. You know, a lot of, someone might not, just might not have seen it. It, I think it reached like 70 people and like, no one's going to read something that's really long, you know? And I get that. That's whatever. This is for anyone who does want to read it, but, uh, I'll just kind of read it out or like get my thoughts on it. Um, this has to do with movies, of course. Uh, and not just movies, but Hollywood, right? And, and the per, the average person who goes out, goes out and sees movies, okay? So, this is what I said. As someone who loves film, it really sucks to look at what's playing in theaters and to see the vast majority of films are just a bunch of unoriginal crap. Um, it's either a sequel we didn't ask for or a reboot that isn't needed. Um, so, I mean, if you guys look at go just go to like on fundango or something and go check out um just kind of what's playing in theaters i mean we're we have baywatch in theaters right now like that that should tell you how unoriginal hollywood is right now um and the reason why it's unoriginal is because they know baywatch is gonna sell you put Dwayne the rock johnson in which i love him you put Dwayne the rock johnson in a movie with uh zach efron and a bunch of beautiful women, and people are gonna go see it. The problem is, is the movie sucks. The movie is absolute utter trash. I saw 
a little bit of a pirated, like someone going in with like a camera. And I just watched a little bit of it just because I wanted to watch some and just kind of see, I just was hearing bad things and I'm going in and I'm watching just a little bit of it just so I can kind of formulate a little bit of opinion Uh, because I think it's important to definitely see something before you start trashing it. But the movie just sucked. Like it was, it was hard. It was really hard. Like let's just say it was hard for me to finish. I won't give like an overall view of the movie. I just watched a little bit of it and it just, it was, it felt like they were trying too hard, whatever. It, the point was, it was a bad movie and the, and the whole reason why it was made was because money, just trying to make money, 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 money. And they don't care. A lot of people think, oh, what? So what? Who cares? You know, like let them do their thing. Let them make money. You know, let them, you know, they have the right to do it, which yeah, sure. But at the same time, when they do stuff like that, it causes people who really are good at making movies, people who are really good at writing scripts, doing screenplays, people who are good at producing these things, producing movies, it it really suffocates them and it really suppresses their work. And which in return means that they might not make another movie. They might not do this. I mean, like, honestly, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that can happen just from a movie doing really well at the box office, even though it sucks, you know? Um, I totally understand wanting to watch a mindless movie like Baywatch. I get it. I, I like, I mean, I watch mindless movies constantly. The big thing is, is I'm not going to watch those movies. I'm not going to pay for them. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give any money to the studios when they're producing stuff like that. I will give a money. I will give money to a studio by going to a theater, paying it or buying it on Blu-ray, whatever. Like I, I will do that when I truly like the movie uh, and truly really believe that it was a really well done story. And, and at the same time, you're not only supporting the studio, but you're supporting, you know, the actors are supporting the people who made the movie, whatever. Um, so, Again, when you I, I look and I see all this, like it's just uh, like everything's trash. Like it's just it's a sequel, it's a freaking reboot. It's just it's it's just garbage. Like all of it, it's just like it's just to make money, and it's irritating. Like I said, because it really suppresses the true artists out there, the people who really are good at making movies and and movies that not just I would like, but people would like. People who go to watch Baywatch would probably love this uh, a movie uh, done by a smaller filmmaker or done by a smaller studio. Um, way more than we'd ever love Baywatch, right? Like they could easily, if you had to choose, hey, watch Baywatch or this one, and and someone persuaded them to go watch the smaller budget film, they would probably like that way more than they would ever like Baywatch. So it's not like I'm telling anyone or asking anyone to sacrifice, you know, like to go watch something that you might not like. I'm just saying, like, like take a look at things in the grand scheme of things, and and <laughs> and let's really not support the garbage that comes out of these big studios force the studios to make good movies because it can be done but force them by not supporting these horrible horrible movies these horrible sequels you know i I encourage you don't go see a movie until you hear until you hear some feedback from some critics what's the general overall like thought process on on a movie like rotten tomatoes i don't i'm not a crazy big fan of rotten tomatoes but like they they are generally pretty accurate um for just the average movie goer to go take a look and see Hey, is this movie worth paying $8 for, $13 for in some areas? Not to mention all the stuff you want to buy in, in the movie theater, which popcorn, stuff like that. Which, side note, I would say if you ever go to a movie, just make a date out of it and plan to buy popcorn and like in a drink or whatever or whatever or candy, whatever, because 
that's how a movie theater is supported. If it's an AMC or like a big Regal or something like that, I, don't worry about it. Maybe if it's a smaller chain that you really like, that's kind of going, you feel like this Regal cinema might go out of business someday, then maybe do it. But the reason why is because that's how they make their money. They don't make like any money off of the movie tickets. So if you enjoy the theater experience, um, buy popcorn, do that stuff because it helps, you know, whatever. Um, but anyway, the whole point um, that I was getting at is that um, I'm attacking the big studios here. So you see all this garbage and there's other, there's better movies out there is coming. For example, there's this movie coming out um, called It Comes at Night. Uh, this movie is honestly like <laughs> the marketing is done so well that I don't really fully know what it's about. I can tell you a little bit. Um, it's going to be like a horror thriller movie, which I, I use the word horror lightly because when people think of horror movies, they, they're not, it's not like horror movies can be something that's incredibly suspenseful and in, in, in its own right, scary. Um, and not necessarily a monster or a demon jump scares every two seconds. Like it's not like Blair Witch Project or, or actually that's a really good horror movie. But it's not like freaking, you know, paranormal activity where it has to be demonic all the time or just like something scaring and just jump scares like left and right. You know, like a movie that just generally like you watch it and you feel the fear of the character. And it kind of leaves an unsettling thought like or just like. I don't know when you leave that that can be a horror movie without all these jump scares and demons. Like I've watched movies that are really scary, but have zero jump scares. And like, I'm thinking about them later on. I'm like, man, that was movie scary. Obviously I get over it a little over time. You get over it. But the, the whole idea being like, it's, you know, it's just very like, it's just scary in the sense that the movie is just scary. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't explain it. Like it's not, it's, I mean, I, like when I said a horror movie, you ask yourself, what did you think of it when you first thought of horror movie? Did you think of like the ring or something like just demonically, just overbearingly scary? Because people are like, oh, I don't want to go see a horror movie. I don't want to see a horror movie. When I'll show someone a movie and be like, that's actually technically a horror movie. And they're like, oh, wow. Like that wasn't scary. Like in the sense that it wasn't like jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. But it was very unsettling and you watch it and it kind of fills you with fear, the fear that the characters are going through and like the tension uh, like that is that I think that is what really a horror movie is just building up that tension and and really not necessarily and, and, and I don't mind jump scares like if they do them like correctly really build attention and aren't jump scaring me a hundred times before it you know one good jump scare in a movie is really good I think signs such a good example of like a good horror movie like the movie is a drama horror movie there's most certainly dramatic things going on and but at the same time it's scary like you watch things that are scary <laughs> like really terrifying but a lot of people would never consider it a horror movie. They wouldn't consider it. They'd consider it like, I don't know. I don't know. People don't like that movie for stupid reasons. But a lot of people wouldn't consider it a horror movie. But it is, you know, in its own right. So, again, It Comes at Night is a horror thriller film about a family in a world terrorized by some sort of pathogen or some sort. Like, it seems like some sort of disease or some sort of zombie thing, maybe. Uh, it's really vague. You can't tell because the trailers. Uh, in the trailers, they don't really give away a lot. Um, but... They're terrorized in this by some sort of this threat, um, and they're put to the test when another family is seeking refuge um, in their cabin that they're at in the woods, like you know, <laughs> cabin in the woods. And they're they're like at some like house or some like cabin like place, and it's like a new family comes in and they're just like, it's like I, what I imagine is going to deal a lot with like the humanity of things and like if you watch The Walking Dead at all, like just kind of the humanity when when they were doing the 
before it got extremely redundant, but like you're struggling with humanity and survival at the same time. So it looks really, really good. It's by um, a studio called A24, which honestly, if you like movies, go check out A24 movies. They're all good. Like uh, even, even they're not good ones are good. (laughs) Um, They, they've produced movies like um, they did um, Moonlight last year, which is really good. Um, Let's see. I'll look up a few. They did this one really underrated one that I saw. It's called The Green Room. Really good. Um, but they did, let's see. They did this one called The Wish. They did Swiss Army Man, Under the Skin. Um, it Comes at Night, which is the one I'm talking about. Green Room. They're going to do this one coming up this year. It looks really good. It's called A Ghost Story. Um, they did Room. If you saw Room last year, that was an incredible movie um brie larson won um she won the oscar for her leading role in that um they did this movie enemy the spectacular now Oop. spectacular now uh lock which has tom hardy where he's basically in a car for the entire movie on the on, a, on the phone um they did let's see i mean there's a lot of movies that are pretty big that i'm trying to see I mean, they did a lot of, they do a lot of other indie. I mean, their big thing is they just, they give indie directors, like people who really have a passion for movies they, and like a style that's really cool and just really good storytelling. They have, they just do a really good job of, of giving them work and, and giving them and producing their movies and their stories and their ideas. So their, their hands aren't in the pot like crazy. They're not like, you know, a big, big studio where their hands in the pot. Um, anyway, so this movie is produced by them. And it's going to come out June 9th. Um, excuse me. June 9th. So what's my point? My point is there's going to be other movies coming out June 9th. Let's take a look at... We can take a look at a few real fast. Um... Coming soon. Star Wars coming out this year. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's see what's coming out. So that movie comes out, The Mummy comes out. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Both are con- going to be considered horror movies in a sense. The mummy definitely looks pretty scary or thrilling. So, but I guarantee the mummy's going to destroy It Comes at Night in the box office. Um, why? One, advertising. They do much better. They have more money, more money for advertising and marketing the movie. But because, dude, it's just people's tendencies. They see a big, a big movie and they go, I want to go see that. And guess what that is? That is technically a reboot unoriginal maybe there's maybe I'll, maybe they'll shock me and there'll be an original story in there but first glance dude like that movie isn't needed and if it is like whatever you know like sure we'll go see it maybe it's good um but i'm certain that it comes at night just from the, the reviews of people who've seen it already 
um, it comes a night is going to be better. So I guess if you're if you're a movie fan and you're still listening to this <laughs> this far into the podcast, um, if you're a movie fan, um, and you want to go see a movie that week, which is I think next week or something, um, next week or the week after, and you have to choose between either the Mummy with Tom Cruise or It Comes at Night with Joel Egerton. I think it's Edgerton. Edgerton? Edgerton? I don't know. Um, if you have to choose between one of those two, go see It Comes at Night. Because the movie's going to be better. Um, it's going to be a better told story. It's going to be it's going to be more interesting. Um, and it's just it's just going to be a better movie. I Like, I don't like saying things like that, like very truth statements. And, it, you know, again, it's all different. Like, someone might really like The Mummy better than It, it Comes at Night, but I encourage you go see it. And the big reason is because back to my point earlier, if you go see the mummy, you're just supporting these big studios um, for things that they're doing, this unoriginal stuff. They're just like, like make an original movie. Like let's, let's make a movie that has a new story. Like that's like, let's make a movie not based on something else. Like this is rebooted from the Brendan Fraser. Awesome. Mummy. (laughs) Like those movies are my guilty pleasure but like they're rebooting them why i just like the like that's kind of again it's my point it's my frustration it's why i get so like passionate about these things because um you could go see and support you know this other film it, it comes at night um and go see uh a movie that probably has a lot more passion, blood, sweat, and tears put into it. And it's not necessarily about a budget. It's not necessarily about making money. They don't necessarily want to steal money from you. Um, obviously, they want to, they want to have money. You know, they want money. What business doesn't? But it's not solely about that. Like, they made a good movie, and they're going to tell a good story. You know, and that's and that's the whole idea behind movies. And that's the things we should be supporting, on, in all honesty. Um Again, I feel more passionately about this than other people will, um, but it's just kind of where I'm at in my in my life and, and the things that I like. And if I can encourage anyone, uh, you got, at the end of the day, do what you guys are going to do, I guess. You know, you can go see whatever movie you want to see. Go do I mean, everyone's different. But it, it, if if my if anything that I'm saying makes sense, resonates like really just I mean, it, it, just wait, you know, like just. Like, if you're going to go see these movies, just wait, you know, wait until, you know, something comes out and you hear how good they are. And then if it's like, if it turns out not people like the mummy, don't go support that crap. Don't let the studios think, hey, this is successful so they can keep doing it. Keep doing this. Make Hollywood make better movies, if that makes sense. Don't support these crappy movies because they're literally just doing it to gain a buck, to make a quick dollar. Same thing with horror movies. Like the big reason why horror movies suck so much today is because all they're doing all they're doing is making a movie that they know a bunch of teenagers will go see or a bunch of people will go see. And it's just a bullcrap story, a movie that sucks that'll maybe get your adrenaline pumping for a minute and then you like it, you know, whatever. Um, and they're just going to keep that whole same process going because it's just going to be about get getting money from you. When instead, they can get money from you while at the same time, when you go and while you're getting all these adrenaline rushes, you can watch a really good story, a really cool story. <laughs> so 
that's my two bits on that. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say for today. Uh, just really wanted to get out here, make another podcast, talk a little bit about my uh, purpose films. Um, again, if you know anyone getting married or you're getting married or something like that, and you happen to, again, happen to find yourself at the end of this podcast, and you're still entertained, even though that I space out a lot, I don't make sense. I'm talking about things that I like, whatever. If you're still at this point, get a hold of me. Um, you can get a hold of me via email, filmingpurpose at gmail.com, or you can go to one of my many um, social media platforms and contact me through there uh, via text, via call, whatever. Um, but do that because honestly, it's going to be a heck of a deal for anyone who needs videography. And it's great for like last minute stuff too. You know, if you just need something, uh, in a couple weeks here, you know, whatever, like just get a hold of me. Don't wait. Um, and you can see if we can get something worked out for you guys and yeah, it'll be one heck of a deal. Um, so yeah, do that. And, uh, if you guys want to, sh- if you can <laughs> share the podcast, um, get, you know, just so people can hear a little bit about what I'm doing, whatever. Um, I don't expect any, I don't think anyone will do it, but that's fine. I don't even know if anyone's listening to this. Um, but yeah, that'd be, I guess that's the whole, that's the whole bit. That's all I had to say today. That's all I wanted to talk about. Um, I'll try to get some more podcasts out, um, just to do whatever, talk about whatever, maybe get one of my friends on here and just to interview them or just talk with them, maybe raise some discussion. That's interesting enough for people to want to listen to. So yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I got today. Um, yeah. So this is anything, everything podcast. My name is Lance and I look forward to talking with you guys soon. Anything, everything podcast, any and everything from movies to sports to things on TV, any and everything.